Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about social media and how it has given us um, more accessible social connectivity and how it, how it also harbors cyberbullying, which um, causes self-esteem issues. I'm Olivia. I'm Carson. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Tanny. Alright, so to start things off, we're going to be talking about how social connection and social media can positively impact different aspects of life. We're going to be starting with an article called Social Connection Boosts Health Even When You're Isolated by Emma Sapola. And it talks about how connection through social media and technology improves both mental and physical health as well as longevity. Uh, one interesting thing that she says in the article is that people who feel more connected to others have lower rates of anxiety and depression. So what are y'all, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's nice for people to have a support system through social media that they might not have in their everyday life. And like being connected to people on the internet can provide that support system. I agree. I think that uh, the internet really provides people to confide, to, to confide in that they might not have otherwise have without the internet. Yeah. What do you I, think, Danny? Oh, I think that um, it helps to relate to others, which is probably why they have lower rates of anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Especially during like COVID, mm-hmm. I think that this was very prevalent because yeah, sure. it really provided connection and brought us all together as a whole. Yeah, when you were quarantined and like the only way you could talk to people was through social media. So it provided people to a platform to see other people's struggles and relate to them. Honestly. Um, another quote from this article was the most interesting data-driven fact about connection is that it has nothing to do with the number of friends you hang out with, connections on Facebook, or the amount of community groups to which you belong. So what do you guys think about that? Well, for sure, I think that prior to social media, people with few friends really had no other form of connection. And so I think that has huge effects on your mental health. So in that aspect, social media has definitely been helpful. Yeah, and with social media, you can meet people who are kind of in the same boat as you, who, like, may not have friends in school or other aspects of life, Um, but social media provides a platform to make new friends who you can relate to and you have a similar situation with. Mm. I agree. I think that social media really allows you to interact and connect with people that you might not have been able to, like, meet outside of the internet. Yes. Um, and then in another article titled The Benefits of Internet of the Internet and Social Media, um, the author writes, social networking services can help young people develop their interests and find people who share the same interests. And I just think this is important for building community. And I mean, finding people who share the same interests and likes as you, is it's good to see someone who you can relate with. Yeah. And I just feel like social media like makes people feel included and wanted. Yeah, so, like, backing up the idea of a community, social media isn't always an onlooker looking in on somebody else. Like, you can actually develop meaningful connections Mm -hmm. and relationships through social media. Mm -hmm. Relating to that point, I think that social media really, like, allows you to have, like, friends and connections that are beneficial for mental health and general happiness. Because humans need interaction to survive, and social media is a great way to bolster those connections yeah and bringing it back to covid we didn't we weren't able to interact with people unless it was through social media so that was a good way to yeah and other than in one's personal life social networking is also a good way to connect with others in the workplace and like with school and other activities yeah it can lead to like new ideas and creativity that couldn't have been possible without 
you know, um, being able to connect with people all across the world. Right. So the article later states that social media helps to introduce young people to new things and ideas and deepen appreciation of existing interest. It can also help broaden users' horizons by helping them discover how other people live and think in all parts of the world. So the internet opens up doors for um, its users and allows them to experience new things and even new cultures. Yeah. Despite the benefits of social connectivity, social media also is a catalyst to cyberbullying and self-esteem issues. Mm. Techno- I, I agree. I think technology has really allowed bullying to extend beyond its traditional venues. Yeah. Um, in another article titled, What are the Effects of Cyberbullying? by Eric Alsura, um, he writes that tweens and teens have smartphones and access to computers. They're able to be bullied through virtual means. This article argues that social media is just another outlet for bullying, and because teens are so immature, they make poor decisions, and it's easier to cyberbully and to bully people on social media because students can hide behind a screen. Yeah, and another quote from the article is, cyberbullying attacks are launched at any time of the day or night and are delivered in a format that is challenging to defend oneself. When something toxic is posted on social media, hundreds or thousands of kids may see it within a short period of time, and there are no teachers or authority figures to intervene when someone is targeted. And this quote is, like, super true, because with traditional bullying, people get a break when they go home or, like, when they leave school, but with cyberbullying, it can happen at any time, so just through technology. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't really... I use- think- you can't really escape cyberbullying, unlike if you were to be bullied at school. When you go home, it's a, it's a refuge, but with cyberbullying, it's, it's constant. Mm. I think that uh, the anonymity of online bullying and the uh, ability to inflict, inflict emotional harm at anyone, anywhere, at any time can be difficult, if not impossible, to prevent because kids are always just going to be mean. Yeah. No way to stop that. Right? Especially as like social media and technology becomes more prevalent in everyday lives. Like, kids are always on technology, so there's truly no way to escape it. And like Tani said, with the no teachers or parental guidance, if they're on social media by themselves, like, no one's going to hold them back from saying what they want to say. And they might not realize how they can hurt someone. Um, The article also says, in some ways, cyberbullying can be worse um, because there's... There's no break from when you go home from school. People will do and say hurtful and demeaning things online but that they would never say in person, um, which is like we said. But people can hide behind a screen, and it's, it's easier to bully someone from behind a computer because you don't have to face them, and you don't have to, you know, see how, how you hurt them or how they react. Yeah, and an additional negative effect of social media is that it sets unrealistic standards that decrease a user's mental health. Yeah, I mean, most people, when they're on social media, tend to compare themselves to celebrities or just public figures who their life might not be completely real on social media, and that causes toxic And striving to mirror your life to the life that they have published on their social media leads to perfection issues and anxiety. And the constant need to perfect day-to-day tasks and remain up-to-date with social expectations can really be stressful and can decrease mental health a lot, like Kaylee said. And in an article by Maggie Parker called The Irrational Desire Driving Millennials and Gen Z into Depression, it really backs these points by stating research among college students and young people, for example, has found self-oriented perfectionism to be positively associated 
with clinical depression, anorexia nervosa, and early death. The study authors point out and also state it is also associated with greater psychological reactivity, um, example like elevated blood pressure, and ill-being, which is a negative effect uh, in response to, stre to life, stress, and failure. And this shows that social media sets unrealistic standards that can't be met and lead to comparison and depression. Yeah, and social media can have a negative effect on your physical and mental health. Yeah, the same author writes about how um, there are certain people who grew up on social media being constantly evaluated. And nowadays with kids growing up on, you know, different social media platforms, they're constantly comparing to them themselves to their friends or their family or celebrities. And um, it, it causes self-esteem issues and comparison that shouldn't happen. Um, considering the negative effects that we've touched on, it's imperative for users to have awareness when acting on social media and technology and understanding that cyberbullying and anxiety is constant in our society. And, the, and so by having awareness when using social media, you can limit that for yourself. Yeah, it's important that you know, despite all the benefits that come with social connectivity and social media, like being able to meet new friends and stuff, it's important that one limits their screen time so that they don't get carried away and start comparing themselves to said friends and celebrities and other people's lives that are all fabricated to look good on social media. Okay, this was a social media podcast. I'm Carson. I'm Olivia. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Tani. Signing off. Thanks for listening.